Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of Bigger Than Me. I am your host, Allie Hare, and I have cool shit happening again. I'm going to Chicago tomorrow. It's Wednesday. I know I try to put the podcast out earlier in the week. You guys are just gonna one day, one day, this will be a professionally produced, consistently uploaded podcast. But today is not that day. So today is Wednesday, and I'm going to Chicago tomorrow. Um, a girl's very excited. She's very excited. Um, is she very nervous? She's very nervous. Um, because before I started um, recording this podcast, I did get a little alert uh, that there's a little travel alert to Chicago tomorrow because it's going to be snowing um, and it's going to be a little windy or a lot windy. Um, so your girl's a little nervous uh, because she's a very, very nervous, very nervous little traveler. Um, a very nervous flyer. She's a nervous flyer. Um, and it's not because um I'm a fat girl. It's because again, I don't trust planes. You can tell me all day long. Again, I mean I talked about this on the podcast last week. You can tell me all day long that it's safer to be in a plane than a car, but I just I don't get it. I don't understand the technology, the science. I don't understand it. You can explain it to me all day long. I was once on a plane for 13 and a half hours. 13 and a half hours. I was coming home from Israel and I was on this flight for 13 and a half hours. And you might think, well, Allie, why didn't you just go to sleep? Um, I would have loved to. I would have loved to just pass out, to have just passed out um, in Israel and woken up in. New York City, but that didn't happen. I was awake for 13 and a half hours, and I had to get someone to explain to me in great detail how planes worked just to calm my ass down. So tomorrow will be brought to you by Xanax. Um, but anyway, there is a little travel alert for tomorrow, so tomorrow will be brought to you by two Xanax. But anyway... So excited. I'm going to Chicago tomorrow. Um, and I honestly don't have like the entire trip like planned out of outfits that I'm going to be shooting. And I'm really excited about that because um life as a creator. I don't always love that term. Um, whatever. Life as someone who posts a lot on the internet um, sometimes can get a little like shit. Okay. Um, I need to plan this outfit, this outfit, this outfit, because um, I need to take a picture here and here and here to post for here and this and this and this campaign and this campaign and for this brand and this brand and this brand. And this weekend is just about Spending time that's and doing shit that's really fucking good for my mental health. Just mwah, really fucking good for my mental health. So 
But I mean, I'm obviously still bringing cute looks because I mean, it's me, you guys. Come on. But yeah, so get to meet up with some friends, get to meet up with um classmate from my comedy class. I know I talked about all this last week, but I am just recapping for you guys um, before I get into what I'm talking about this week. Um, but anyway, I did go to Raleigh last weekend. Um, it was so amazing. It was so much fun. I'm not gonna lie to you. I did have three, three little uh, menti bees, um, little mental breakdowns, but they were quick um, because I was with my girls and they were very helpful um, to know what I needed in those moments. Um, because I'm just not going to lie to you guys. I am still figuring out how to do life. And that is the fucking honest truth, everybody. Um, I am still figuring out how to do life. Um, since it feels like my whole world changed last year. Um, not just with my dad dying, but um, the whole BPD diagnosis, um, the, from what I have now learned, um, is called the traumatic loss, um, traumatic loss of my dad. Um, I'm still, there, there's fucking, there's a lot of shit I'm still learning. Um, and I'm sick, I'm still figuring out how to do all this shit. And some days I'm really fucking bad at it. And some days I'm pretty okay at it. Um, but yeah, it's weird. I am, um, I'm not great at like the mundane days, like just the average, like just your ordinary day. Um, but yeah, your girls' trips, your overnights to Atlanta, your long weekends in Chicago. Yeah. Your girl's here for it. She can fucking do it. I don't know. I don't know. It's like the grander the scheme, the more up for it I am. I don't know what it is. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, where was I? Uh, yeah. So it was a great weekend, but yeah, I did have a couple times that I was like, Ooh, Wow, I am very overstimulated. I am very overwhelmed. Loud noises. There's so much going on. There's so many people. This is a very small space. Um, but I was with my girls and they were amazing. Maria fanned me with a, a beautiful little fan. Um, and she was fantastic. And Rebecca was like, no, girl, like we totally get it. Um, and and <laughs> Caitlin was like, no, like I'm the exact same way these drums are literally making my ears bleed right now so um it was just nice to be around people who just get it who just get it um and who just get you you know so yeah it was a really fun weekend um yeah I loved it I loved it um but yeah we are we are we're, we're gonna we're gonna tiptoe a little bit um and it's something I want to tell you guys i learned about in the last couple of days and then talked about in therapy today. Um, I learned something new about grief. Um, and again, I don't, I've never, I don't think I've ever really promised that this podcast was going to be about like one thing in particular, but um, I'm learning shit all the time and I'm just here to share all of that with you. So you're welcome, everybody. What I also forgot to tell you is that I've also come to terms with the fact that 
in learning this new piece of information, I realized that not only has it been the BPD thing, the traumatic loss of my dad, but I've also, um, I'm just now like starting to be able to come to terms with the fact that like whoever I was before COVID, like she's not coming back. <laughs> so like, I don't even know. Like I don't like really remember her. So like, we're just, we're, we're figuring out, we're figuring out who the new chick is, right? Figure out who the new chick is. That was part of what I learned about the new thing that I learned about grief. Um, I'm reading um, another new book. Um, I literally, well, I'm reading. I just uh, bought a new book. Um, I'm going to start reading it, actually. Reading to it. I'm going to start listening to it. Um, on the plane tomorrow, uh, it's called The Science of Grieving. Um, shit. I think that's what it's called. Hang on. <laughs> okay. I was way off. <laughs> I was way off. Um, I I don't know where that came from. Um, I think I do, but I'm not going to backtrack that. Um, it is called The Grieving Brain. Uh, by <laughs> It's called The Grieving Brain by Dr. Mary... Francis O'Connor. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to double check that again. Um, but anyway, so, and, and the reason I've been looking into this is because, um, my mom brought up, a a, a good idea for me, I guess, last week. Um, because yes, I, you know, I have, I am in therapy and all that good, great shit and everything. Um, but, um, I'm, there's a possibility I should maybe look into some grief counseling too. So um, I was just doing a little bit of digging, whatnot, and I stumbled upon Dr. Mary Frances O'Connor, um, and I bought this book. Um, anyway, she talks about how one of the things that we don't realize um, is that, you know, when you have these, these, these bonded relationships um, in your life, right? Uh, not just, you know, someone who's, an acquaintance or, you know, a distant friend or something like that. Uh, but, you know, a, a parent, a sibling, a, um, a spouse, a best friend, a, um, a long-term partner, a, a, you know, someone that you're very close with, a, an in-law, a cousin, a, someone that you've worked with for 20 years, someone that literally, you know, it, it's, you you have a bonded relationship with this person. Your 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 brain. She talks about how your brain is rewired to to now understand that there is a we component here. So it's not it's no longer this person and you. It's it's there's a we component. Um, and she explains it much more eloquently. Um, but anyway, what what I'm, <laughs> what I'm going to be, I guess, um, understanding a little bit better now is that not only are you processing the, the, the loss of this person, right? Um, you're processing the loss of the we. And within that bond, you know, you were a part of that bond. So who you were in that bond also dies with that person. Um, and I think, 
even before reading that last night, um, I think a part of me knew that. And, you know, you hear that, right? You hear that when, um, I don't know, in movies or, I don't know, at other people's funerals, like, you know, part of me died when so-and-so died. Shit, I even put that in my dad's eulogy that a part of him died when his dad died. Um, and I get it now. I get it. I never used to get why people, like, got stuck on grief for so long, and I'm I'm fucking sorry now. I fucking get it now. Um, it's, it's a little bit like dying. <laughs> I think it's the closest we get to dying here on Earth. Um, and that's a morbid thing to say today. Um, also, I can't get the fact out of my head that I'm pretty sure I left like a <laughs> a gaping hole back there. I don't know, like 10 minutes ago, um, somewhere along the lines of, I never promised this podcast was going to be about one specific thing. Um, but I'm sorry that it's been about grief a lot over the last few months. But yeah, again, newsflash, lost my dad. Um, so if you're only here for, you know, stuff about being a fat girl, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sure it'll tie in at some point. <laughs> um, yeah. I am realizing that I need to be in grief counseling <laughs> because part of me did die with my dad. And um, I was talking with um, one of my very, very best friends the other night um, who, who just lost her mom. And they also had um, a very difficult relationship. Um, and she's also experiencing some of the same, same, same things I experienced. Um, there's, there's, there's a lot of sadness, of course. There's, there's a lot of sadness. There's guilt. Um, and as fucked up as it sounds, there's relief. There is relief. There's relief that this person... There's relief that you're never going to get a phone call again that makes your heart drop into the pit of your stomach and hurts you all over again and just makes you feel... Yeah, we don't need to go into that. There's a relief that they can't hurt you anymore. There is. I'm not going to lie about that. There's a relief. Um, for me, um, I talked to my therapist about this, and I talked with my mom about this. Um, for me, there's a guilt that... I've, I've got, I've got to work on. Um, I've got to work on. And because what it's doing is, is manifesting in like these shitty little missions. <laughs> it's like, I am, I'm so hyper-focused on, on, like, I don't know, like two months ago. I don't know when it, exactly it was. Maybe it was in January. 
I don't know, maybe it was three months ago. Time is so fucking weird for me right now. Um, everything feels weird. But <laughs> this might be the most honest episode I've put out for you guys. Um, that's not true, but it feels very honest, very vulnerable. But um, time is very weird for me right now. But um, whenever it was that my mom and I went to go see an attorney about like, what the fuck are we supposed to do for my dad's shit? Um, and that kind of like stopped there. It was like, no, you're just kind of like wasting your time here. That kind of like, that took me out for, um, that took me out for a couple weeks. Not gonna lie. Um, I'm not sure if I went into great detail about that on the podcast, but basically if you've ever had a parent die or I don't know, ever been responsible for, um, in a state of some sort after somebody died, um, or you want to know what's going to happen. Um, basically, when a parent dies, um, and uh, there's either not a surviving spouse or there's an ex-spouse, uh, then it falls to the kids. And if that deceased parent... Um, You know, that's this is just a very long fucking story that I don't feel like getting into. But basically, we were just trying to, like, run around and figure out what the fuck we needed to do to, like, basically, I don't know, close the book on dad, you know? And so we went to an attorney. We spent, like, an hour in this guy's office that reeked of cigarettes. And um, he kind of looked like a turtle. Like, kind of hunched over. and Very old. Very southern. Um... I'm sure I talked about this in a previous episode. Again, time's very weird. My brain's all over the place today. Um, basically, it, we had kind of been chasing this, you know, we going down this rabbit hole, and the attorney basically was just like, look, this is going to cost a lot of money for and and a lot of time and a lot of effort. And from what you've told me and what it sounds like, there, there's, there's really nothing left here for you, um, which, which we were kind of prepared for. Um, but anyway, long story short, um, that basically was like, okay, well, case closed on that, so I can't chase that rabbit anymore. Cool. So now, I don't know if you heard, you know, the last... <laughs> the last few episodes or so. Um, but now I've been on this crusade of I'm going to just solve fat phobia for the entire world, which I'm still very passionate about. Don't get me wrong. Um, if you're a fat phobe, stop listening right now. Get the fuck off my podcast. Um, but <laughs> or I don't know, stick around and fucking learn something. But um, I am still very passionate about this, clearly. Um, but again, I am learning the trauma that fat phobia inflicted on me and the trauma that fat phobia inflicted on my dad. And I started in my head this, this mission, this quest, this quest of I'm going to fix it for him. I'm going to fix it for him. It, the world wasn't fair to him. The world bullied him. The world was mean to him. And that's why he was so mean to me and mean to everyone else. And that's why he hurt people. And that's why he hurt me and my sisters and, and, and 
yeah, it was everybody else's fault, not his fault. And blah, 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 whatever. I went on this mission. Um, and that's also not the truth. Um, we know that. And whatever. Um, that was the crusade I was on last week. And um, I think I'm just kind of um, spiraling a little bit, <laughs> obviously. But I think I'm also just like coming to terms with the fact that if I just stop with these little missions, um, he's just gone. He's just gone. And that part of me is just gone. And that sucks. It just sucks. And I think I just have to let it suck. I think I just have to let it suck. And I think that is the message I'm coming at you with today, guys. And I just realized that. <laughs> um, I've been so afraid. I've been so afraid. And not just over the last few months. Um, not just over the last year. Not just over the last few years. But my whole life, I've been so afraid of just letting things suck. Of just letting things hurt that I haven't spoken up. I haven't spoken my mind. I haven't, I haven't said, you know, hey, no, this, you know, this isn't what I want. This isn't okay. This isn't making me happy. This isn't, you know, whatever. And yeah, a lot of that, a lot of that showed up in my relationships. Um, a lot of it, I mean, it showed up in friendships too. Um, but a lot of it shut up in my shitty relationships. And it would be very easy to look back and just blame, you know, the guys. But I did that. I did that. I It was easier. It was easier to just, oh, no, I don't care. I don't care. I don't, I don't care if you're mean to me. I don't care if you're, I don't care if you don't call me back for three days. I don't care if, I don't care if you don't show up when you say you're going to show up. I don't, I don't care if you stand me up. I don't care. I don't care if you embarrass me in front of my entire family. I don't care. Uh, I I don't care. I don't care if you treat me like shit, right? I don't want to be like all the other girls. <laughs> I don't want to care too much. Um, yeah. I didn't want to care too much because if I cared too much, it would hurt too much. But then... I wound up just hurting myself, really. Um, because then what I was doing was basically just future pacing myself, um, self-sabotaging, because I was basically setting myself up for disappointment. Um, like, take, for example, yesterday. What was yesterday, everybody? It was Valentine's Day, right? 
And I can't tell you how many Valentine's Day as, I don't know, a young adult woman that I was like, oh, yeah, no, I fucking hate Valentine's Day. It's just a stupid made up holiday, whatever. And at the same time, I'd be crying. I'd see all my friends, you know, going on cute little dates and getting flowers and and whatever, all the shit. I'm like, ew, gross. No, I don't even care about that shit. I did. I absolutely did. But it was easier to say, I don't care. It was easier to say, I don't care. I'm, I, I'm not like other girls. I don't care. None of that shit matters to me. Blah, 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 blah. I don't care. I didn't want to let shit suck. And it turns out letting shit suck does suck. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. It does suck. But it turns out like thinking about your feelings and like overanalyzing your feelings is not the same thing as feeling your feelings. Um, so there's a little therapy, free therapy for you today. I will send all of you an invoice. <laughs> but yeah, so... I've just decided I'm going to have to start letting shit suck. Um, and I mean, I ha I've, I've been working on this. I, ha I have been working on this. I, 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 I have gotten better at, at communicating when I'm hurt. I'm at communicating when, and, and sometimes it is, it, it's, it's a hundred percent because my dumb brain has, has come to a conclusion all on its own because because of the way that my brain operates but i would rather tell you hey because of how my brain operates when you leave the room i think that you hate me instead of sitting in the room by myself convincing myself that you hate me you know what i mean you know what i mean everybody um talking to you <laughs> But that's the thing is like, I've gotten better about, I've gotten better about saying, hey, that hurt. Or, hey, I'd really like to talk about how this made me feel. Or, hey, I do want flowers, even though I, I can't keep them alive for more than a day. Or actually, you could, I don't know. I don't, actually, I don't. Flowers, actually, flowers are really pretty. And I do like to, I'm like every other girl. I like to take a picture of flowers and post them on my Instagram. But then I'll throw them away immediately. So probably don't waste that kind of money. But like a card, a card that just has like a sweet little message written in it. Like that kind of shit fucking ruined me. I love that shit. I am like every other fucking girl. I am not nonchalant. I am the most chalant of girls, okay? <laughs> and that, if you are a woman listening to this podcast, or whoever you are listening, the, the she's, they's, and gays, whoever you are listening to this podcast, uh, male, female, what, I literally do not care. Be as extra as you fucking want to be. Say what you want to get what you want. Because it turns out, saying what you want does actually get you what you want it does we can't we can't expect people in our lives to be mind readers we can't expect people in our lives to be mind readers so so you got to communicate when something hurts you and you also have to communicate when when you want the sweet shit you do you really do
Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, y'all, that shit sucked too. And it sucks. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for you, for all of us, for all of us. But yeah, the whole, you know, just, you know, toughen up, kiddo. Just put a smile on, sweetheart. No. No, sometimes you got to let shit suck. And I, I've just, I've just been holding it in and trying really fucking hard to just like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to be okay. It's just going to be, it's going to, at some point, it's just going to be okay. It's going to get easier and it's not going to hurt as much. That's not how it works. Time heals all wounds. No, it, it doesn't. Time is not a Band-Aid. Time is not a drug. It's not a medicine. It's not a anything. It's not. You got to feel your feelings. I know. It, it feels gross to say. I'm aware. I'm aware. I'm still slightly adverse to it. It's still a new thing for me. Uh, but we're, we'll do it together. We'll all do it together, okay? I'm here for you. I'm here for you. But for now, I got I to gotta finish doing my shit so I can leave tomorrow. And hopefully um, have a very, very, very safe flight. Please. Um, okay, I love you all so much. Um, if you want to find me, you know where to find me. You can find me on Instagram at biggerthanmepod or at lightscameraalley. You can also email me at biggerthanalley at gmail.com. I'm a big girl. I've got a big personality. But this shit, this is bigger than me. Bye, guys.